everybody. Welcome to another brand new episode of Into the Tangiverse. Yes, it's the Tangiverse, everybody. Yeah, I'm Simon C. And joining me, of course, is Luis Savala here. A.K.A. Diamond Eyes and every other name in the world, it seems. So how are you on that side of town on this lovely, hot weekend? It's okay on my end. I have AC. I just had to put on my little, you know, those little cube air conditioners. Those I got myself air one. Yeah. Okay. I just got one. So I'm using it right now. So that if you hear a little hum in the background, that's what that is. Yeah. I mean, it, it's okay for me. I mean, obviously it would have been better if I'm in San Diego, but. Oh know, my goodness. That it's not, you know, why not just get directly into it? That is a perfect lead in. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a little bit about what happened in San Diego. Yeah. So Let's give a quick one through of what is going on or what did happen in San Diego. So basically, ladies and gentlemen, this past weekend, if you guys are if you guys are watching this on a weekday, which you probably will, most uh, likely. <laughs> so Comic Con is at home, San Diego Comic Con to be more specific. Yep, uh, is at the home big this one. year. Yeah, the the mo- the more pop the most popular one most popular one yeah. <laughs> uh, so a lot of their stuff, I mean, a lot of it was just panels that were pre-recorded, mm-hmm. which is not quite surprising given that no. there were there was never going. It would be hard to pull off a kind of a live streaming segment with everything with all the panels they want to do. You need every IT person in the world to be on it at the yeah. same time. They would need. They would need. <laughs> Comic Con would need to have. Know, 350 separate YouTube channels to do a live exactly <laughs> so that Yeesh. that's not Yeesh. possible at all so no. everything is pretty much pre-recorded yeah and uh, I looked at some of the panels not all of them. same here I did too <laughs> now for me it's weird I feel like there's given that it's a home event I don't feel that much of a you know, urgency to look at them immediately. Whereas exactly. That, whereas that in a live in-person convention, you already know. It's like, hey, I gotta get there right now. You know, because I that's want part to of the culture, this. and that's, that's that's the Comic Con culture. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a weird culture because you know you should. It's never enjoyable to feel that sense of urgency. You know, oh like, no, 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 definitely out. not. But that's out. part of it. So, you know, the anxiety but, but, yeah. of being there. <laughs> the, the anxiety of being there. It's part of it, and. It's weird. I missed it this year, so it's. I'm it's so a, sorry, dude. Yeah, I, you I know mean, we both planned on actually going this year to every one of these cons: WonderCon, yeah. Comic Con, LA Comic Con, even if they would actually organize a little bit better. Yeah, and actually, Wasteland Week in Neotropolis. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. They're, they're the LA Comic Con. Um, they, they, um, how do I say? They, they pushed it back to December, which is, I think, like just cancel it. It's never at it's this point. Happen. Why even bother? Why yeah. even bother? Yeah, it, I mean, it's just cancel at this point. I mean. Literally at that point, I don't really, I don't see anything actually. I don't see this is that the situation's not going to improve drastically to make that the event that it needs to be. That's what I have to say. So there were some panels like uh, Bill and Ted three. Yes, mm-hmm. that, I think that's probably one of the biggest panels that Comic Con had this year. Yeah, that was interesting and probably the bigger shock. To tell you the truth, yeah. yeah. So they have that panel. Uh, they have a couple of the television stuff like The Boys. Season two. Yes. Season two. September. Yeah. yeah I can't yes, wait. Yes. I love that show. 
I, fi- I, I finally got a chance to see some of this. So we're going to have to talk about that. In you the have episode. to. Fu- yes. I mean, they, they show like a little clip from season two. Like, oh, oh <laughs> they man. did it. Like, wow. Awesome. I love the cast. I, ca- I, I, I cannot love the cast. wait. Oh, yeah. man. Definitely. I, I, lo- I love that show a lot. So I can't nice. wait for it to come back. I wish it was already back, but we got to wait at least another two months. I know. Uh, yeah. Boy. <laughs> uh,. You know, well, they're, they're... I remember seeing the. I saw the the, the little bit, uh, um, which we can also we'll discuss in the in a future episode very shortly. Actually, is I did notice that there was an announcement on the um, basically what seems to be a lead up prequel, so to speak, to the Dune movie that was announced at the San Diego Comic Con. Oh, I did not. I was not aware of that. Yeah, that was that was interesting because I was like. It was. It's going to be based on the House of Atreides, if I'm not mistaken. And what they showed was interesting because it will tie into a later subject. But this Comic Con was clearly supposed to be like an unveiling of a lot of stuff for that. But apparently, yeah. something got sacrificed. So yeah, I mean, it's also it, it, it's weird. Like a lot of stuff that like they off branch too. So it's like yeah. IGN had like their own website to do the Comic Con stuff, and then yeah, they did. Uh, yeah, Adult Swim had their own thing going on on Twitch, so it's like it's very. There wasn't any way to actually experience very... this organically. <laughs> yeah, it's very like kind of offshoot, offshoot of each other, segmented into actually. That's I mean, that... yeah, I mean, in a way, San Diego Comic Con in person is kind of you know segmented to different well, locations. Yeah, yeah. but definitely. It's... But it's nat- it feels more natural in person rather than online. It's online, just- the you you hit it right on the button. The sense of urgency is never comfortable for any of these cons, you know. But that is also part of the culture of the cons: is that you feel anxious to get. Oh, I got to finish this panel and go directly over here. But I also want to check out the cosplays. I also want to go do this. With all those things happening at once, there's some natural anxiety that comes into that which is part and embedded into the culture of going to these yeah. cons oh, overall. Yeah. And that's F- not here and then fx have their own thing going on too that's part of it but it's like hosted on their own website and it's just it's a lot of uh, yeah different segments that you have to pretty sure know where to go and they're there exactly and the part that really made me sad is about hey look you can create your own comic con at home experience so they gave you all these signs, these well, this home badge. Oh goodness! <laughs> and for me, I'll put. I'll, I'll, the I'll, boys I'll, is awesome though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I would download the the pro badge because that's hard to get in general. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, like, <laughs> I will download that, and then they also give you. Oh, here are the signs. These are the signs I see every year. You know, badge wow. pickup. Wow. You know, badge oh, pickup. Goodness. Let's see what else? Oh yeah, the infamous Hall H, the line. Oh my gosh! And what Again, else? this is kind of recalling some of those anxieties. Indigo, that, yeah, Indigo ballroom. Oh, the infamous six BCF rooms. Oh gosh, I miss seeing that sign, dude. You see, again, people who have not been to these cons, you're probably not going to really see what the significance of this is, and that's the problem with doing this kind of experience online only, and you miss out a and lot. Then, the Hall H announcements, like they they play this all the time. Every time the exhibit hall opens. Oh wow! Welcome to Comic Con International. Yeah. They if you are entering the room there. for the first time, please walk to your seats. They do that all every single year when you're in some room or, or this one, the exhibit hall. The exhibit hall is now open to attendees. Have a that great Comic Con. So 
I mean, and then it's like this, and then like when the exhibit hall is closing. Thank you for attending Comic-Con. The exhibit hall is now closed. The exhibit hall will open again tomorrow at 9.30 a.m. Oh, gosh. Again, this, you, I, that's, that's cool that they did that, but also it kind of adds to the bizarre... It's it's a bizarre inorganic experience online, you know. It is. It's hard to have a an organic experience online anyway. There's I no mean, way. It's, yeah, it's it, on, online is a very hard world to really do any of these kinds of things on. I mean, here's the thing, guys. What right now where we're uh, where we're at in our you know on our world that we're living in in the current situation with the beer bug, with the things that are going on right now, the political unrest as well. There's a lot of fear going on around sure and you know people are trying to find other ways to socialize one thing that i mean i've been, I'm, i do i'm in dance right and one of the things is like doing online streaming stuff not the same thing as performing live uh, it's not a good substitute and i mean i have like some of my dj friends who are doing dj sets for clubs online they have dance parties at home where they just kind of cut between everybody dancing in the room by themselves and it's very bizarre and <laughs> this kind of adds to that. Like the thing that's I, it, embarrassing I, I is that mean, the... <laughs> it is. It, it's bizarre. It's and... bizarre, and it's a kind of embarrassing because you kind of go, "Well, I look like a damn idiot dancing in my own room to nothing else," and you have your headphones on. But like you know, again, that is the same. I'm going to attribute that to what I was seeing here. It's like it's not a substitute. This is not a substitute. Yeah, um, and it, you know, I've seen you know some other YouTubers out there. Just you know, they you know they they weren't happy. They weren't that impressed by it, but and some I people were for, outright angry. Yeah, I've seen that too. But like for me, going back to the video that we made last week, you yes, know, I didn't look happy because I'm not. I wasn't not happy about Comic Con at home. I was not happy of not being there in person. So it was exactly. also the other thousands of people because yep, for a lot of us, it's been traditions to grow on to even go on a consecutive year. So yes. to all yes. of a sudden have that, that, uh, smacked out, just yeah, like completely just, cut out, just cut out. It just feels, it's just not right. You know, obviously yeah. there's more important things going on in the world, obviously. Sure. But, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but for me, I, I am still appreciative that they're still able to bring the event some, some form of it, at least. You know, they tried. Us, they and, tried. I mean, it's I good. You know, honestly, trying. it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but it's definitely not the same experience. Yeah. And it's it's not the same experience. And then also, the one thing I do want to really want to talk about with you is should San Diego Comic Con next year, assuming that the in person event is happening next year? Yeah. Uh, cross your fingers, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Should it also have a San Diego Comic Con at home event as well, in conjunction with what's going on in the live person yeah. event? Yeah, uh, here, yeah. Here's my take. I think it's something that should be explored, but it cannot be pre-recorded video panel content. They can't do what they did here. It has to do live stream stuff. No. Yeah. It like has what to they did at CCXP in Brazil last year. Was last year? Yeah. When they did, they show like stuff from Wonder Woman yes, live. Yes. They need to do something like that. Now, I know, well, I don't know what the network infrastructure is at the San Diego kind of uh, San yeah. Diego uh, <laughs> Convention Center, but I don't know. Like a few years ago, like I went down in the exhibit hall to buy a T-shirt from from one of the uh, exhibitors, and a lot of them used the Square Pay 
stuff, you know, the credit yeah. card payment. Yeah. And when they do it, they're like, oh, sorry for the wait. The network here is very slow. <laughs> so yep. like you have to wait like <laughs> almost three, one to three minutes for like process and things like that. So that, like if if exhibitors have trouble processing their payments using credit cards, I mean, how are they going to do live streams? How are they going to do live streams? I mean, they that? will have to make some deals with, you know, internet providers. You know, internet providers and getting some serious IT for that, you know, yeah, like and serious. They, that's that's a whole other thing that we could talk about. But no, yeah. in order for Comic-Con at home to have a good experience in conjunction with people that are actually there and kind of like spread out the the amount of content that both sides have, you know, it needs yeah. to be a live stream. It cannot be pre-recorded. It's pre-recorded. No, pre-recorded it just doesn't feel the same because you don't, it just doesn't feel the same. You don't, yeah, I mean, no matter what, you'll be at home you won't yeah. feel the same but when you're watching a live stream you hear the audience exactly reaction and then you in some in some way or another you're part you're still part of it even though you're the energy thousands and thousands you of feed off of it you feed yeah. off of the energy and when there's something very special like when when comic-con happened last year i did not attend last year's of comic-con it's been a while since i've attended actually but i'll say this much uh seeing videos from the dark crystal panel of which particularly was of course one of my favorite things ever these days the dark crystal age of resistance panel it was just so magical to see that room filled with people like myself who are hardcore fans of the original dark crystal and to have the actors there like mark hamill there and he's directly talking to the audience and stuff like that to hear them cheering and feeding off of that it just feeds you into it you know that is entirely lost in a pre-recorded video you don't get that i mean in fact that's the problem with what we had here for the pre-recorded stuff no kind of pause hearing a pause between a director or an actor or someone one of the creators there speaking and then hearing the audience feed off of it cheer boo or whatever right seeing hearing the room and seeing that and seeing the reaction of the actor or whoever the person who's speaking's face kind of feed off of that that's part of the experience here it just looked like a regular web conference kind of a thing or like just like a regular speech i mean we, a uh, regular we definitely zoom won't. conference that a zoom conference everyone's yeah. been having I mean, like anyone right now. Want, exactly anyone wants a good example of how inorganic it feels i am we're not going to cover this but we'll let other people cover it i need not say much more but the star trek panel particularly was very poor so it just didn't again when you have the quote-unquote geek culture for something like star trek something like comic any of these things that are being covered at comic-con right the movies or the comics books or any of that stuff when you don't have the live interaction with your with the audience and you don't have any interaction with them it's just bullet point by bullet point and it's it's not that entertaining it's not the same thing so it needs to be minimum live streamed at yeah. least live streamed now should they charge that's, that's another question. question here's the problem that they now face if they charge how do they do this in a way that doesn't make some of the people who are attending the actual comic-con feel screwed over which they really shouldn't because they're there but at the same time there has to be some sort of a payoff because usually these things videos will come out of course many people will post videos of the same day that they actually yeah. are attending these things but at the same time 
something that is not normal, which I'm not going to I'm not going to reference the very specific conference that they had at Comic-Con this year. But one of them went on a copyright strike craze because they were trying to protect their precious IP. That's not acceptable. You're doing an online conference. Someone wants to do a commentary on your conference that you gave that also was not live streaming. It was pre-recorded and you're copyright striking them because you don't like the way they're speaking about it. That is your fault for not doing a good job. And it's also kind of a messed up thing to do because it's just like copyright strike. No, that's not, what are you copyright striking? I mean, this is a pre-recorded thing. You're not at the event. People, you know, again, it just doesn't function the same way as being over there. Yeah. Being a I mean, tandem I, production? Oh go, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, going back to whether or not they should charge. Yeah. I mean, well, obviously I feel like what Comic-Con should do if they do think about doing this home event, a live stream version of it next year. Obviously, you know, yeah. They got to make their own website. You know, they have to make, they do. you know, maybe partner up with like, don't do it on YouTube, not YouTube no. live or anything like that. Maybe no. like partner up, with like have their own streaming service. Like why not portal, at this point? Because, <laughs> you, know? you know, they, they, they tried partnering up with Lionsgate years ago to do Comic-Con HQ. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that didn't work out the way it did. So it was envisioned. I mean, but they could learn from that experience. And exactly. Mm. Kind of. Hey, you know, and if let's say people want to go, well, they can't go, let's say they can't go in person, but like, hey, you want to watch this live stream, yeah, all this stuff, and you get all these, you no, know, you, you still get like these merch or privileges and things like that, you know, sure, you get preferential. You know? The preferential treatment, if they were to do that, is if you pay a certain tier, yeah. so let, let's say half price, yeah, is that half price, half, or let's say price. that you half price, say of that, the, half price of a regular single day badge. Exactly, like or 69 bucks. If they have like a tier system you half, where- You pay half of that. At the highest tier, like if they were to do something like a highest tier, that person can be guaranteed to ask one of the panelists a question on a live stream. Something like that, you know? Yeah. But it has and, to be you know, a live stream. It has to be a live stream and you know, someone that fork out money to do network infrastructure. Serious money. And that's the question. Yeah. Would, would San Diego Comic-Con invest in such, it, it would take a lot of money to get an infrastructure that works for that. I've, online stuff's not cheap. Yeah, online, oh, online stuff is not cheap. Not, not cheap at all. To do. It no. takes a lot of bandwidth to host stuff, to, to live stream stuff. Exactly. Um, I feel like it's something they could look into, but I don't think they'll be able to quickly do it for next year. No. Yeah, I, these are things that take no. years to plan. Years. That's not it something is, that could be done in this quickly. And it's also, they're, I feel like, yeah, Comic-Con maybe wants to do it, but about the convention center that's a whole other city nonsense that they have to go through exactly and, you know, and then on top of it it's they're like, already okay. having trouble expanding that convention center i mean like now like hey let's soup this stuff so we can do live stream like i don't know man <laughs> now how are they yeah exactly it's like where do you go where's the line for this and also again should I mean, the opportunity be there yeah i think it should be there but i don't think it's i don't think that it's going to be something they can I hope I'm wrong. Maybe they will work something out by next maybe, year. But maybe they can. I mean, that'll be they can. super weird. Yeah, exactly. If, do it. if you but, can do it, that's great. You know, I don't it's, believe it's, they will. <laughs> you know, three three or four years ago at the San Diego Convention Center, they did offer free Wi-Fi for everyone. It was a spot, oh, it was yes. provided by MTV. I guess MTV paid for it or something like that. Wow, I haven't but, heard that name for a long but time. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it never worked because there's just too Go many figure. people. 
<laughs> and with I again, it's like, too doesn't work. It <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> again, you can't really. This is something that's going to take some serious investment. And also, if they're going to do an online thing where it's a live stream, the biggest issue is this: if it fails, which I guarantee it would fail at one point, it's going to fail. One of these things is not going to go through, or it's going to have severe problems. Guaranteed. There's no way for this to work perfectly if they were going to do this next year. If they do this, how do you set up the system where? in case whatever the home people are paying for, if they pay for it, or if whatever they decide to do, if it doesn't work, how do you reimburse or how do you go about giving them something back that unfortunately didn't go through? Online stuff, hey, people miss phone calls, people miss emails, missing stuff, people miss reception stuff. So it's bound that one of these live streams or many of them, will probably have a full-blown just static still and you're not going to see anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> buffer, screen. buffer, seriously, buffer. And that's why I just like, go, I don't I don't think that there is an answer. It's like, here's, here's a clip, an exclusive clip. The circle of buffer. Yep, and then it just stays <laughs> like, there. Oh, oh, yeah. And you know that's going to happen if they do yeah, that. You know that, it's going to happen. It could happen. And I think one of the, I think one of the good experiments to look forward to i don't know i don't know if it's a live stream or not fandom dc fandom oh I is it gonna be live, live or pre-recorded i want to see because like you know they showed it before on you know how it's gonna look like in some form it looks interactive but how I deep mean, is it yeah we don't how know deep, how interactive is it like if it's actually, it's like, hey, is this person gonna pop up at this time and it's actually live streaming? How's that gonna work? We, How does I mean, that work? Yeah. I mean, I, I think if if San Diego Comic-Con is looking into the, some part of it being at home next year, yeah, bringing some of the in-person experience to the people at home that weren't able to get a badge. Yeah. And, you know, how they're gonna do it, I think we could take a look at DC Phantom. I don't even know how DC use that as a test to see how they're doing it, you know, and keep in mind my opinion on it. I think that it's inevitable. They're going to have to do it. Um, After doing it this year, this way, I mean, let's put it this way. There is no way that they're going to be able to avoid doing some sort of thing for the home. The question is how they're going to do it. And the bigger question is, how in the world are they going to set the infrastructure up in one year? Yeah. Uh, I, they I can. See, <laughs> I mean, like, they could do this. They could just, like, pretend like this This is a one-time thing. It'll never happen again. And just, They could like, do that, too. They if they really wanted to, they could do that. Again, so. Exactly. I think that they're, I think it's inevitable. But at the same time, they could take a really, I guess you say, ballsy move and say, no, this was just because of the current social times that we're in right now and you know pandemic stuff that we're going through and that was just because of this and nothing more uh either way i am curious and i would love to know what everyone else thinks about this yeah absolutely do you guys want san diego comic-con to bring another home experience next year but a live version of it live streaming you know obviously i don't know if they're able to do all 350 panels or more (laughs) Live at the same time, but maybe the big stuff like Hall H, Ballroom 20. and They could most definitely do something special for that if they yeah. really want to. If they and really want to. If they charge, will you pay for it? 
What, what do you get? Yeah, what do you get? How much do you pay? And what do you actually get? That's the bigger thing. Because a lot of people will be like me, where I'm like, well, someone's going to post it eventually. It's guaranteed it's going to be pop up on YouTube. It's going to pop up somewhere online. There's no way to avoid that. So that's going to happen. But again, we don't know. I personally think that we're going to have to wait and see. Let's see what goes on. This was definitely, let's put it this way. This was an experience it definitely was not Comic-Con. Yeah, it was definitely Comic-Con at home. Yes, <laughs> definitely def at home, definitely not Comic-Con. <laughs> so, ladies and, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please leave your comments below. And also, we have a uh, Google form that you guys can fill out too. So if you have like yes. individual questions or comments, please fill them out. We'll get it. And we will answer them in future episodes. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. We're always eager to, to hear from you guys. Again, we hear are very open to dissenting opinions. If you guys disagree with, the, with us, let us know and let's talk. We I'm, I'm always up for having my mind changed. Yes, me too. So if you guys like this video, hit that thumbs up button. If you don't, that other button's there as well. If you want to use that one, that's perfect. Sure, fun. that's fine by us. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget, hit the subscribe button, the bell notification button. Ding so the bell. Notify new episodes. And if you guys are listening on the audio podcast, Thank you so much. Uh, make sure you subscribe on the audio podcast as well. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. So Almost much other everywhere. Ones. <laughs> so much other ones that are available right there. So Absolutely, guys. Uh, and we look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, everybody. Have a great day.